and welcome to episode 71 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good, pretty yeah. good. The spooky season is on us. It is. You, you guys will probably be hearing this either on Halloween or around Halloween. So yeah, happy Halloween to you all. Um, we are of course here with our probably our most anticipated show so far, which is just crazy that we have finally seen it after all this anticipation. Um, I know it doesn't. It doesn't feel real. No, we are officially post Jigsaw now, which is just weird to think, because <laughs> part of me still uh, is like waiting for it to watch it. But um, yeah, there was we, a new Saw movie, guys. I mean, exactly. It's where the hell did that come from? I mean, when we started the podcast, we just wouldn't have thought that was a thing. No, definitely it, not. It seemed like Saw was dead. Yeah, and now he's came, he's come back to take back Halloween, apparently. So yeah. we'll talk does about he? Does whether he? he does or doesn't. Uh, very shortly but first there's a tiny bit of news there isn't a huge amount um this one i I really like to see because it's one that i've had you know uh on our list of upcoming movies for a while now basically the the director of martyrs which for people that don't know is my all-time favorite (laughs) horror movie um his next project which is uh incident in a ghost land um bloody disgusting has a few uh bit of pieces of information today um they had a kind of change in title is not exactly um Basically, there's a lot of images on here to go with it and a, a sort of brief plot synopsis of the movie. Um, I, I didn't want to dive into it too much because obviously I'm, I'm always worried about spoilers, but I was looking for a release date um, and it says it's due for a world, worldwide release around April 2018. Um, again, with horror, that could mean a lot of different things. <laughs> so look for in about three years. Yeah, at least hopefully we'll get to see it next year for the show, because that'd be awesome. Um, that'd be a real, real exciting time. We get to we'll, we'll just get to talk about Martyrs, essentially, for a whole episode, which would be awesome. I, mean, um, I think we've done that multiple times before. <laughs> yeah, but there's, all, there's always a good reason to do it as well. Um, so yeah, I was very excited to see that one, for sure. Um, this next one, we, we haven't really talked about it in a while. Um, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's breaking all sorts of records still, but I kind of there's a couple of news stories here that I wanted to kind of smash together. Um, it was still showing when we saw Jigsaw. Yeah, so that was kind of what, what stoked me to look this up, because you said that it was still showing when, when you went to buy the Jigsaw tickets, and I was like, really? Like, this movie's been out for so long. And um, the, these two kind of news stories is that it is kind of getting a sort of re-release for Halloween, um, where they're kind of doing like a re-push for it, where they're adding it to more screens than it has currently. Um, they've also they've released the intro scene online now, um, so you can watch you know the the Georgie meets Pennywise scene in like full HD online. Um, nice. Which is pretty cool that that they released that, yeah. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, currently the the movie is made, which is nice, uh, $666 million worldwide. Um, Bet it's made way more than that, and they just wanted to release that number. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, It seems like it's probably going to break 700 with its, like, mini, you know, re-release for Halloween, Mm. um, which is just staggering. What did Deadpool get? Uh, slightly more than that, I believe. I think it was like eight fifty off the top of my Damn head. Um, so yeah, not not obviously it's not going to break any records for an R-rated movie, but it has broke a lot of records for you know R-rated horror movies and just horror movies in general. So it's awesome. I, I cannot wait. The, the one thing that I keep hoping, you know, I think we mentioned it is like I can't wait to actually hear the cast for the next movie. Um, mm. It's going to be like the most exciting news day for sure to see that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be nuts. Yeah, because so many people have their, you know, their wishes and wants, and it's going to be really interesting to see whether they do go, you know, more unknowns, whether they go the all stars, or whether they do they go somewhere in between. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely more, you know, I'm happy if they choose an unknown, mm. you know, or or in between. Like the all stars, fun to to do, but I just mm. think in reality, like how functional would that be? How distracting yeah. would that be? 
Yeah, definitely. There's a few actors that could be distracting, like Zach Braff, for example, but you know. Yeah, you know, like Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, hey, Jack Black's never, never distracting. Jack Black's always distracting. Yeah, he would be the most distracting <laughs> thing ever if he was in it. I would love it so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, they might as well just cast one of them as The Rock at this point. <laughs> yeah. Pennywise. Um, so, yeah, the, another thing I that we talked that. about um, last week was Arrow. Uh, the sort of, they you teased that they were, you know, going to announce their upcoming slate of Blu ray releases. I told you to be excited about it. Yeah, well, I, I'm definitely excited for one of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a lot of, like, different ones on here, but I'm obviously going to start with the one I'm most excited for, which is Hounds of Love, um, which is getting, I think that is just a UK release for Hounds of Love. Um, I think so, yeah. I remember previously looking to try and find a good Blu ray of this, and there wasn't one, so I'm super happy that. My good friends at Arrow have, have sorted me out here. Um, one, the, I think the big one that they're kind of pushing is a Dario Argento movie called Cat O Nine Tales. Um, mm-hmm. They're doing like a crazy. Hence, hence the picture that I mentioned. Yeah, um, they're doing like a crazy big, you know, uh, it's, I think it's like a big special edition, isn't it, for this film? Mm. Um, and yeah, the ones... full the full Arrow. Yeah, exactly. On and this too. one's US and UK. Um, they've also got. Uh, the finally, the Hills of Eyes is coming to America, um, which is pretty cool. It just looks like regular Blu-ray though, not the special edition. Right. Okay. Well, just just from this from the artwork, it looked like just normal Blu-ray. Right, because your one's slightly different, isn't it? Yeah, mine's like a full arrow thing. It's got some stuff in it. Yeah. I can't remember what now. I think it was like a booklet and poster and a booklet yeah. or something. Um, there's also Reanimator coming to to US for the first time as well. So there's quite a few there. Definitely worth checking out. Um, quite a fat Blu-ray. Yeah. Whatever's in it, <laughs> the hills of ice. Um, but yeah, Arrow just—they're just—they're just doing such good work right now. They, they've just released the Villainess for the first time this week, um, which is pretty cool. I, I, it's really awesome to see them actually picking up new films and not just old ones, because um, they were always the go-to. You know, we've got like the hills of uh, the Hellraiser box set that we've already talked about and that sort of thing. Um, I just—I really cool, just right? want the Arrow Poughkeepsie tapes. That's yeah, all I want. That's, that's want. all I. That's all I want. <laughs> like I can't get it out of my head. Every time I see like a, a re-release now, because I know Black Christmas, which I am excited for, is getting like a UK Blu-ray for the first time this year, and it's not Arrow, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Why can it be Arrow? <laughs> I just love the way yeah, the Blu-rays I mean. look. Um, I just like having them all together. They look so pretty. But yeah, that that was a pretty cool one for sure. Um, I'm like you say, I'm, I'm just glad that they're picking up new stuff as well. Um, but yeah, that that was pretty much all the news. That like you say, there isn't a huge amount this week. Obviously, every everything's still sort of scared of this season. It's not. A, it's definitely not a good time to release horror news. I would say, considering there's already enough like yeah. things to consume you at this time of year. Yeah, um, there is. We should briefly mention, obviously, Strange Things Two is upon us at this at this yeah, point. Yeah, it is. Um, we're, we're definitely going to dedicate a portion to the show at some point. Um, I think it'd be really nice, obviously, when we've <clears throat> watched them all, and then we can kind of give our overall impressions, as opposed to you know, like, oh, I've watched two, I've watched four, and then we kind of have to you know skirt around the spoilers. So mm. the people, the people that want that, and I'm sure there will be a lot of people. Will yeah, I think give give enough people time to watch it as yeah. well. You know, give it a couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely discuss that up front, and we'll give you guys the big sort of spoiler warning mm. when we do talk about it. But it's definitely something we're excited to talk about. Have you have you started it yet? No, I have not. No, I've been way too busy. No, but I really want to. No. Though. <laughs> yeah, I've watched four so far. Is it the same amount of episodes as last season? Nine, I think. Nine. Okay. Nine. Yeah. Right. No, about so, an yeah. hour are they? About an hour each? Yeah, just under an hour. I mm. think they seem to be a little bit longer than last season. I thought last season was like forty something, whereas right. these are mostly fifteen plus. Close to an hour. Yeah, that's cool. I'm definitely excited for it for sure. Um, 
I cannot believe how good the quality looks. Like, yeah. not to talk about the program at all. Mm-hmm. Like, but just from I rewatched season one and the difference between season one and two. Yeah, those guys it, got an it all looks completely 4K. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like it's popular or something. Yeah. So shall we? Shall we talk about the big one? There's no avoiding it. No, nope, there's no more avoiding it. We're finally going to talk about Jigsaw. So, we went to the cinema, didn't we? Uh, it's a very packed cinema, for sure, which is both mm. well, I guess, for the box office. Um, a lot Saw of... movies sell, man. Yeah, definitely, they definitely do. Um, one thing before we obviously dive into Jigsaw, we saw some trailers. Um, of course, I, I have a big problem with trailers, and it's definitely something I'm going to talk about in regarding Jigsaw um, when we get to the discussion <laughs> of the movie, because I've seen the Jigsaw trailer now for the first time after watching Jigsaw, and I have some thoughts. Right. Um but we did see a couple of trailers which I both thought were very well done. Um, the, the the major one which I'm very excited for is Ghost Stories, um, mm. which I love the way it was presented. It was kind of like, it seems like the movie is going to have like little vignettes of like smaller stories. Um, yeah. So we kind of got like short trailers that were in between all the other trailers. So we saw, you know, like. Uh, yeah, we kind of got trailers for each of the shorts or mm. whatever, or some of the shorts, basically. Yeah, and they kept repeating stuff as well, which made it more creepy, you know, like the I see what they want to see and stuff like this. Mm. It was really cool. Um, mm. I've looked up trying to find out when it's out, and it's IMDb says the 13th of April in the UK next year. Oh, so far away, man. Yeah, it is far away. Like, just to see a trailer, like, <laughs> for a horror movie, like, I'm used to seeing, like, like, I don't know, Justice League, like six months yeah. out or whatever in the cinema. But normally horror movies, you're pretty much like a couple of months out. Yeah, and a British one as well. Yeah, I was thinking that might be mm. this year, but we might get that before. We might get a Scream Unseen. Oh, yeah, they've got to, for sure. But, yeah, this is definitely going to be on my list now of, like, anticipated movies, for sure. The other one, surprisingly, was... Now, what is the title of this movie? It's Insidious, for sure. Chapter four, colon, the lost key. Nice, brilliant title. Um, was that it? I mean, I'm, I, that was a guess. Something like that. It's something to do it with was the something key. like I don't that. Know what's it? going on? But um, yeah, as someone who's only seen the first one and wasn't that big of a fan of it, I actually quite dug this trailer. Um, the the trailer looked insane. Yeah, I, I liked how just it felt not oh, just, silly. Just insidious, the last key. <laughs> right, but it is the fourth one, right? Yeah, it's yeah. insidious colon, the last key. Fair enough. But yeah, I, I yeah, it's not. It wasn't silly. Like it doesn't go into parody, but it was like it was just constant jump scares in your face. Um, it it it's probably one of the most hilarious horror movie tra- uh, uh, trailers that I've ever seen. Where it got to the point that because it was like constant jump scare, you almost become immune to it. Yeah. It was like each scene, something batshit crazy was happening, and you hadn't you didn't have time to process it. It was it was a bizarre trailer. Yeah, it was really quickly uh, cut as well. So just every you know jump scare mashed into the next one. Yeah, um, and it just looked like every horror trope possible in these <laughs> movies were in that. They were like, oh yeah, we've got a spooky girl. Yeah, yeah. we've got a ghost. Yeah, we've got a shadow monster. Yeah, we've got a real monster. And I was just like, oh my god, what the yeah, hell is going on? The mirror turns and then someone's like behind it. Like I, I don't know, something about it I just dug. I liked the flow to it. It, it, it made me way more interested in than I ever thought I'd be in an Insidious movie. Um, I didn't look up when this one's out, but I'm assuming it's like... I think it's like January. Oh, is it that early? I was going to say I thought Mm. it'd be like their sort of June film. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's like Q1. Oh, that's Uh, cool. 
Let's have a look. I just had the page up. Yeah, it just it just up. seems weird to me that um yeah, January eighteenth. Um nice. seems weird to me that we're getting these stuff so far out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess it's because it's like, I mean, what's coming out now for the end of the year? It's, just, it's literally just like the big heavy hitters, isn't it? It's like Justice yeah. League, Star Wars. No one's going to want to go up against those. So yeah. <laughs> there isn't going to be any other horror in the cinema. I mean, Jigsaw's like the last horror, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. So... You see, what what I what I'm quite interested in by um, by this Insidious movie is that um, Lee Winnell is actually. Uh, credited as being the writer hmm. whereas in the pre he he wrote the first one hmm. was and then that it's with just James or on his own um and then obviously so this new one just is, on his own i think and in this new one is there like other writers attached or is it just sort of lee credited on his own yeah well because the other the other two he's just credited as characters by yeah Whereas uh, last key, yeah, just the he's the only person on mm. here as the writer. So yeah, the only writer. So that gets me way more excited about it because um, and and he's in the film as well, which is cool. Mm. But um, you know that guy's work we're we're a big fan of. So and and I did enjoy the first Insidious. Like mm. I thought the first kind of have you seen all, like all of them. <sighs> I, I don't know. I've definitely <laughs> seen another one, yeah. but I feel like it was long enough that I might have watched two. Right. But it like it was just so bad that this just all blended into one. I just remember like it being because I remember the the first film for me fell apart when they went into the other world, whatever the hell they call it. Yeah. Um, the further the I think they call down. it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to call it. I think they called it the further. <laughs> yeah. And like the first film just fell apart when he went into the further. I really enjoyed the haunting and the Darth Maul uh, <laughs> creature when it was in the real world. But then as soon as they went into the further, yeah, it just fell off the rails for me. Yeah. And just got real silly and just real, and it, and it lost its scariness. I think, um, you know, talking about Stranger Things, like bringing that in, I think that's when like season one of Stranger Things is at its least scariest when when you're in the 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 upside down because it's just mm. such a weird like you know you're not grounded in any sort of reality yeah um <clears throat> yeah and like two and three were just primarily it seems to me like they were just always going into the further and it was mostly in the further mm. and yeah i was just i just really didn't like that so um yeah i definitely have definitely seen one maybe two of them <laughs> well talking of uh horror franchises involving james one that went off the rails yeah shall we shall we talk about the brand new saw movie I mean, let's. <laughs> so, do you, do you want to give us a brief synopsis of this one? Yeah, sure. Why the hell not? So, this movie uh, starts off ten years after the uh, Jigsaw, the infamous Jigsaw killings. Mm. Um, the well, one not, and only. Not, not, the, not ten years the, after the Jigsaw killings, because <laughs> no one knows when they started at this point. <laughs> well, yeah, true. Ten ten years after John Kramer died, because yep. John Kramer is the one true only killer in the Saw franchise. <laughs> Um, sorry guys, had to get that dig in there somewhere. So, um, the film starts with a car chase, as, as all Saw movies <laughs> should. And, oh. <laughs> so the film starts with a car chase, um, we are revealed, um, the, the, uh, a character reveals that he is part of, uh, what appears to be a Saw game, mm. and he starts a series of events that triggers a five-person 
um, Saw game, basically. Mm. Um, so you introduce these five characters in a barn. Um, over, they, they get a, a voiceover that is John Kramer's voice saying um, about about the game that they're in. And suddenly we're, you know, in in another Saw game um, ten years ten years after the uh, John Kramer's died. Mm. And um, we follow... Um, detective holloman in this and um he has a lot of help with uh the um uh coroner's office basically the the kind of like all the bodies when they show up they they kind of are doing the autopsies so there's quite a lot of like uh scenes in the the the, mm. or, the coroner's office and there's quite a lot of like autopsy scenes and yeah, stuff in this movie mm. um all, all of it done pretty well like mm. um someone saw the autopsy of jane doe yeah yeah or, or the autopsy of john kramer you know <laughs> uh that was a pretty sick autopsy scene yeah it was yeah and it, i mean i think all of those scenes were real real life like and real kind of really well done mm. um but yeah you, you're kind of just following detective holloman as he's trying to uh figure out like how how the hell is uh you know, John John Kramer's uh, you know uh, tapes seem to be starting up again. Uh, you know, there's a lot of kind of questions as to you know is it a copycat, um, obviously, and then kind of the more they delve into it, the more it seems like it is John Kramer back from the dead. Mm. Uh, that they're trying to figure out like how the hell is this like why does everything point this way? In if everything points this way, can it be true? Mm. um and it kind of go goes into that i think you know the 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 main uh vocal point of this film is the game of five characters which you're um it is five right yeah it's five initially yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> um it's literally straight up like saw five <laughs> yeah and so obviously these five slowly get whittled away but basically we follow the five through this farmhouse and each room they they each get having like a test um some like a group test some individual tests mm-hmm. um some where they get pitted off against each other very very much like the old films really kind of you know pretty much that happens in most of the the multiple kind of traps that that happen Mm. um and yeah we we eventually kind of go down and um you know figure figure out why the hell john kramer appears to be back from the dead Mm. some revelations Um, happen yeah, I mean, undoubtedly, we will have to talk spoilers about this film. Yes. We've we've done our saw retrospective, and mm-hmm. like we, you know, we will need to kind of delve into this, uh, get right deep into the minutia. So um, we'll give a spoiler warning before that, as always. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I think it, I think from our point of view, and anyone that's listened to our saw retrospectives will know how invested we've got ourselves into this franchise again. Mm. Um, and how this franchise is an important franchise to us. Mm. Um, so we're going to have to talk about it, you know, deep, but surface level. Mm. Jigsaw's back? Question mark. Did he take <laughs> Halloween? Question mark. Yeah, it, what seems do you think? Like, it seems like yes and no is probably the answer to that question. I mean, financially, the movie's did he, doing Did he, did he well. take Halloween for you? Um, I, I honestly don't know. Um, I'm really <laughs> torn on this movie in a lot of different ways. I think I, I like a fair bit of it um especially now i've had time to kind of process it i think you know without going into spoilers when the credits roll i was kind of sat there for about five minutes and i couldn't really even process anything um because there's a lot that happens at the end of this movie and you know 
we'll obviously get into that but but to, to, to back things up to the start of the movie i think it like you mentioned it starts on a really sour note um <laughs> i was you know that is the big return you only get this once you know we haven't had one of these for seven years and this is the first time that we're going to see a, a you know a new saw movie on the big screen and so when when you know the jigsaw certificate comes up and they get rid of all the Lionsgate and all that stuff at the front and the movie actually begins I was the my excitement could not have been higher. Well, I was just like, what well, yeah. is going to be? Like, you're the you're first expecting thing? like this, like dripping, like dark kind mm. of cellar somewhere, and then like someone with like this just proper mechanical of device like attached to him waking up like in this just like bizarre room with a videotape playing. Yeah, that's that's what you're you're expecting to see. You know, you you you're basically expecting to see like the Amanda scene. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're wondering, you know. is it going to be something brand new? Are, are they actually going to do what we which we obviously both said was super unlikely, but is it going to pick up right where the last film left off? You know, you really don't know what they're going to do. Um, mm. and, and for the most part, these movies as well, like, apart from Saw 3D, had really good intros. And so I was super excited. And then, yeah, the actual first initial shot of this movie is pretty funny because it's a extreme close-up of a... Are they called like uh what are they called? They're like the tire. They're the things. They're the spikes that you kind of roll out to pop tires. Um, yeah. Car chasers. Like, they yeah. have a word, but I can't remember what they're called now. But um, it's basically a close up of like an extreme close up of those. So it just looks like these like knives spikes. together. Yeah, mm. and it's so funny because it, obviously it's an obvious troll. Um, which you know I quite like that as an idea to, to when you first bring back Saw to make it think it's something else. But ultimately. It then is a car chase. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm all for a troll, but not mm. after ten years. And they're like, "Oh, you want spikes? Here's a car chase." I'm like, "Nah, nah, that's a but troll not, too far." You know, when we say car chase as well, like it's literally just one car being chased, and then he kind of gets rammed off the road, and then he gets out of the car. Like it's not anything exciting or anything fresh. Um, and then it kind of yeah, then you kind of get into the first game. You know, from that rubbish opener, I think where it's very mm. messy. What's happening? You know, he's in the middle of a game and, and he kind of, you know, he triggers the start of this game or whatever. And the whole thing's very messy. I don't, I, I still like, even at the end of the film, uh, yeah, like, what was the don't, don't really understand the point in him no. and the point in that intro and why, why that needed to be the start point of the game. The only thing I can think of is that it kind of leads into someone's plan later on, kind yeah. of some, some, you know, but I just, there, there's other ways to do that that mm. don't involve, because so many things, like, one one of my problems with this is that, obviously these films have always been, things have to fall in the right place, and like, one of John's great lines is like, uh, he, uh, I think Hoffman says to him, like, you know, you're leaving things to chance, and, and John's, like, reply was something like, uh, you're not leaving things to chance if you understand the human mind as well as I do, or something mm -hmm. like that. And um, I really liked that, because you got the impression that, you know, yes, there was chance, but he did leave people down the path. Uh, you know, Dr. Gordon was the perfect <laughs> example. You know, he perfectly led him down the garden path. Mm. Um, whereas in this movie, it just felt like... There was, the, you know, there was so much that could have gone wrong with this opening scene straight away. And there are multiple times within these traps that kind of weird things have to have happened for, for uh, the games to work perfectly as they do, mm. um, which did frustrate me. Yeah, that, that's definitely a running theme for sure. Um, but yeah, like outside of, you know, the, the messy opener, once we get the two main themes and kind of this movie 
is very much the same blueprint as Saw 5, mm. where you have one main game going on, which, funny enough, also has five people, and then and then you have the detective kind of procedural drama aspect of this movie, um, which, which much like Saw 5, is the most interesting part of this movie. Um, yeah. And so once that actually starts, and you start getting introduced to, obviously... You get Logan and Eleanor, who are kind of the main two doing, like, the autopsies on the bodies. Like you say, you have the, uh, what's his name, Holloman or whatever his name is? Yeah, um, the detective Holloman, yeah. You have, like, him or as Or Halloman well. or something, something yeah, like that. you have him, and, and it was, <clears throat> once you're introduced to those core characters, it, it then starts to, like, resemble more of what I'd want from a Saw movie and became more interesting. Um, mm. And the actual tests as well, like, the first initial test without going into it too much, in case you haven't seen any trailers or any advertising. Um, isn't that great with you with the original, with, with the first five people? I just don't think it's, you know, visually that interesting or, or you know, the emotion behind it, I guess, the game itself. Um, but when yeah. you get outside of that and when, when they actually start becoming characters with faces and lines... Well, it, it, it kind of seemed like an unlosable game as well. Yeah. <laughs> like it just was a bit dumb. Or, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, you're absolutely right, an unlosable game, yeah. The, the, the actual rules of it make no sense. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, you can't die without doing the thing they want you to do. So, yeah, it, it is very, very bizarre. Um, yeah. But, but once you actually get into the next, like, the next game after that, I actually really liked. It was one of my favorite games in the whole thing. Um, involving, like, syringes and kind of, like, nooses. Like, it was, it reminded me of Saw, but it also felt really fresh. We haven't really seen a game similar to that. Um, and that's yeah. when you really start getting into, like, them as characters. And, uh, you know, the people that are in the game. And one, one thing, a massive takeaway is, like... This is now what these films are like, where as we start to learn more about the characters, we learn that they are just the most horrible, despicable human beings possible, yeah. which have no redeeming <clears throat> qualities. You clearly, as an audience member, want them dead. You know, mm. there's there's rapists, there's murderers, there's literally like the scum of the earth are in these are in these. Well, games. one of the characters like openly admits to cheating on his wife mm. and like selling like terrible thing houses and all, all of these like bad things and mm. then it ultimately turns out that that was just like a drop in the ocean depending on yeah. what he actually did <laughs> yeah it's really bizarre because like you say when you pull it back to the first one there was actual likable not say likable but like there was characters that were flawed that clearly made mistakes but there were people that you could get behind and understand well, cause, like, more. yeah well because like lee's character hadn't really done anything mm. wrong had he he was just like a bit of a deadbeat and, and was kind of well he obviously took, he took made money photos of people. people's lives that was kind of yeah. the aspect but he but the people really but, the, but the, he was yeah but even then like i just feel like he wasn't ruining people's lives he was exposing mm. what pieces of shit people were yeah definitely. like if people weren't being pieces of shit he mm. wouldn't have exposed them oh yeah i always like, thought he was completely you know him and mm. zep i was like they both got screwed in sort. yeah um, we don't know about zep man we still don't know the jury's out on zep but he um, seemed like a nice guy so this, so this is a weird aspect of this movie because straight away it's like okay you just want everyone to get you know dead like mm. killed in the most gruesome way possible and it's like okay i get that's what this is but it would also nice to add maybe some gray that we've had before in the franchise where then deaths mean more when you don't just want them to die because it's like oh this person's horrible i want them to die and then they die and then you move on yeah. from that and there's no emotional weight to that whatsoever so that was kind of just a small like issue i had with the overall game was just like i wanted someone to either invest in or someone mm. that maybe wasn't who they seemed whereas everyone is so black and white in this movie well yeah because one of the characters did seem like mm. uh uh like they they weren't that bad they kind of blamed their partner for the for what was going yeah, on and Anna. it seemed like yeah yeah and and she like straight up says like i've done nothing wrong like it was my partner like i 
as my husband like i've i didn't do it i was just there and it was just like my god that's harsh that you know she's getting blamed for something that her husband did but you know we find out that she's got dark things in her past as well other than that and yeah. it's just like you know it's um <clears throat> yeah no i i think i think that is the the frustrating thing with it like you say when you when you haven't got it you know it's almost like when you when you watch these kind of rob zombie movies and just everyone everyone is just like a piece of shit and it's just like well now we're just here for a body cam yeah <clears throat> which, um, which is just a weird dynamic to this movie overall because then mm. like you say the game aspect of it is one so then you've got the the, the whole autopsy slash is Jos is john kramer back from the dead that whole yeah. kind of storyline and so that's interesting you get some really interesting characters uh I, I definitely think someone who's really great early on and then is unfortunately fairly underutilized for the final third is eleanor um, yeah she's the main kind of person who's doing the autopsies and her kind of the thing that makes her unique in this movie is that she is like a um jigsaw fangirl essentially yeah well that's why i really enjoy you know we're 10 years removed mm. and so i love the fact that now he has become you know jeffrey Dahmer, yeah. charles manson you know he's he's become you know that this kind of has this following mm. um you know this underground following and not not like uh not not even in like a sadistic way just that mm. people are well interested in these crazy things he did yeah you know if, if he if 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 he was real you know there'd, there'd be real life you know if, if this was a real thing mm. there'd be so many books written about him right now Definitely. that that we'd all be interested in because it was just like how do these crazy things happen how do mm. he do these traps and you know it makes perfect it's sense just... that someone like her would be into it as well because for her job well, yeah. it's actually really beneficial to her to really understand the mind of a serial killer and, and all these ways in which they kill people like that really benefits her for her job because it's literally you know she's trying to find the cause of death most of the time mm. um so i love that aspect of it. and they they kind of they I don't, without going to like like you know dancing around spoilers it's not it's really difficult because i want to say she's oh no i'm not going to say that because that's too spoilery but she's she's basically there for. A I just don't think she's reason. fully she's not fully utilized. No, her character her character was way more interesting surface level, and by the end of the movie, we didn't get much beyond that surface level. Yeah, you know, which 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 was a, which was a shame. Um, I thought her and Logan were the most yeah, the the other the other kind of mm. um, coroner. They were the, the the interesting two. They had a great dynamic. And, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know, man. I think I think especially after watching like Jane Doe earlier in the year, like just watching two people like try to figure out an autopsy about mm. what the hell's going on is just real interesting when done right. <laughs> yeah, it's um, crazy. Yeah. And it was the same with this. You know, they were just like trying to figure it out, and because um, I think I think Holloman is probably like you know he I, I think he is relatively weak in yeah. terms of you straight away just get the idea that he's a bit bent and a bit skeezy, and mm. then you straight away just like oh, I don't really like this guy yeah. again from the offset. Um, they have to give him a name so similar to Hoffman as well. I know, I know. So <laughs> So do you? Um, so ultimately, you're just not sure where you fall still. Yeah, I mean, it's a difficult one because I really like aspects of it, and the more I think about it, it depends what you want to focus on. Like I say, I mm. really enjoy a lot of the traps. Um, mm. One, one thing you know, before I go into my overall thoughts again, is like the the traps are fairly tame actually mm. when you think about it like this movie is obviously still an 18 but i would say that most of the graphic violence comes from the autopsy scenes um and it was definitely where i felt the the people around me squirming more where it was just yeah. like these close-up shots of these like obviously horrific uh, horrifically 
brutalized uh, human bodies whereas mm. the actual traps they're over really quick they always have like a boom and then they move on to the next scene and they don't linger on it like they do in the previous movie. yeah the well there's times, there's a couple as well there's a couple of like mixed in comedy moments as mm. well not 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 overt comedy but, yeah. but what we see a lot in 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 horror these days where there'll mm, be like a, a yeah or just like a, a scary thing happens um i'm thinking of like a post what one of the traps happens and and one of the characters meets an end and another character just kind of like comedically screams yeah when they see the end result and that and that that was put there for comedic effect <laughs> yeah in the film like the audience was meant to be like a little bit freaked out and then get a little laugh out of it to move on mm. and that's such a trope that i've noticed recently with horror movies that i don't like Mm. um where they they just feel like oh we don't want to shock you too much like this give you a little bit of a like relief straight away mm. um and it's such a weird thing that seems to have crept into horror movies yeah um yeah i mean yeah did you go into it fully overall then what you think yeah it's just like i am torn like i do like this quite a bit i think it's 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 good um it's not great um obviously it's way better than the last saw movie which is a mm. massive plus but they honestly you know if i'd have sat here and said it was worse than saw 3d i'd probably want to kill myself right now um so yeah. like the fact that that saw 3d isn't now the last film and is the worst film like i'm glad about that this is obviously its big return and we would want them to just knock it out of the park and thrill us and they they didn't do that for me but they made like a serviceable saw movie that also it, it has me excited for more but also the way this movie ends is kind of like i honestly have no idea where they go with this because this was my main yeah. issue was i wanted them to set this up in a way that would make me care about it going forward yeah and ultimately it actually work, works fairly well as a standalone movie when you try not to tie it to any of the other saw movies mm. but unfortunately that's what we're here to do because we're obviously huge fans of the franchise and its place in the overall franchise is a weird one because it feels like this weird little thing on its own that really like even more than saw 3d which did like a crazy yeah i mean i mean this is this is almost like your resident evil 7 to, yeah. to the resident evil franchise um yeah, I think I think for me, like, I completely get where you're coming from in terms of like it's difficult to think what you think of it because if I'm reviewing this as a standalone film that we're doing for the show, mm. then then I agree it's it's a good film. Mm. You know, it it is you know very serviceable as a Saw movie. It it does, you know, it does what the other Saw movies do and it does it well. I think like you say the traps are good and the interest in the the, the mystery and the intrigue is good mm. um but for me personally that has always been secondary in the saw, saw franchise and it's mm. always been about the story um like more so than ever re-watching it i was so invested in the story and almost to the point re-watching them that I was almost just kind of like switching off during the traps and I, I just wanted to, to get more of the story. Mm. And and for this, I, I think this story, ultimately, when we get to the reveal and we talk about, you know, what what this did, um, I was just completely disappointed by it. Um, I think it did the easiest uh, kind of way to, to bring the franchise back. It was just very simple and very easy and very but but at the same time very messy mm. because it just doesn't give any kind of care to to, to the whole minutiae of the series mm. it was just like what is an easy way to give you give you jigsaw give you a new movie and give us something that we could potentially sequelize mm. and and for me that just didn't didn't hit the mark and and left me real disappointed like this movie 
like the more I think about it, I, I want to to give it something in in the way of credit because it is you know for most parts good and if people are watching this as a standalone thing if if it was just like oh there were some killings happened 10 years ago and the killer appears to be back but he can't be back because he's dead right mm-hmm. and and then and then bosh and then this movie i'd be like oh yeah that was good but i can't ignore the fact that this is a this is saw eight mm-hmm. and <clears throat> um it is still by far the second worst movie saw movie mm-hmm. um and you know it's only and it, it's only that because seven is so bad that it has to be the worst one. Mm. Um, so it frustrates me that that for me there are two bad Saw movies now in the franchise, and this really? is just it, yeah because I think I think this in terms of the storyline, like I say I think if you if I rank this as a Saw movie it's a bad movie. If I rank this as just a normal movie then it's good. Mm. But but like if you like I say if you if you think about the. <clears throat> the reveal and the, the 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 way that this ends up then i just think it becomes bad and just frustrating for me mm. and i'm just like yeah overall i'm left frustrated and it wasn't i also think it wasn't fan servicey enough yeah like it it didn't you know if anyone's watched the trailers <laughs> it already it already gives away like uh one of the core cool reveals of of uh, billy mm. and and that was kind of that that was it for 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 that kind of you know awesome reveal um you know and kind of like jigsaw's voice was done straight away at the start with the weird rooftop scene mm. and it was just like oh did we really want it then like i don't know i just it and they play it, like a weird version of the theme as well the yeah the yeah movie. the opening yeah during the lion's gate logo not mm. like the opening credits the lion's gate logo there was this yeah. weird like techno saw music i don't know it just it it felt like it just none of it none of it felt special mm. it didn't it, it just didn't like there was one scene that that felt like special uh and other than that it just didn't feel like the return of of jigsaw it just felt like this weird thing that had been made and was done you know it was done good but for me good isn't good enough for this franchise like i wanted more and ultimately i was left pretty disappointed yeah, the one thing you touched on there about how, you know that wanted more fan service. That was something that definitely surprised me. Was like this movie is obviously in such a weird place because they want to reinvent it. It's the reason why it's called Jigsaw. Mm. Um, but they're at a point now where it's like they it was also that this... they just stopped numbering the movies after six. Yeah, so they they screwed themselves. Because could you call this movie Saw Eight? I mean, I guess. Yeah. I mean, all bets are off with horror <laughs> movies, but. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that—that's you know. But it's obviously they obviously don't want to tie it too much because you know we're, we're about to touch upon the spoilers, so I won't say too much. But like they, there's barely any references to any of the previous movies outside of you know like Jigsaw essentially. Um, yeah. Like if you've just heard the synopsis of Saw One, you're good to go for this movie a hundred percent. Well, there's well, no minutia much... that you'll miss in any of the other films. Yeah. Well, pretty much what I said in terms of there was just some killings by a guy that used to put people in traps 10 years ago. And it seems like he's come back from the dead. That's pretty much all you need. Mm. Like you really don't need the deep lore that, that saw has for this film to work. So then it's a case of like, I feel like this is in a weird spot because it could easily, it could easily be like a remake and make it better. Like, Mm. because obviously the, the, the quote unquote twist as we're, as we're really close to getting into it now is like, 
The worst thing about it for me personally is like again, it just muddies everything and makes it make less sense than what Saw Three did. Saw Three yeah. did. Um, but also, so it was unnecessary. Was, yeah. It was also unnecessary. They, oh, they added more than they needed to. But we'll yeah, get to that. Just, just like Saw Three as well. Three D as well. Mm. Um, but it, that's funny though that it does have a lot of the same mistakes of that movie because I feel yeah. like you know we're not in the uh, minority with that film. Like the there isn't anyone who has love for Saw Three D, and a lot of people have said this year, for years about how bad. That movie is and, and the way it handled certain things i mean i've i've tried not to hate that movie yeah i tried man mm. but that movie sucks yeah definitely so so like i'm really surprised that they ultimately made a lot of the same mistakes and really mm. didn't try to take from the other movies um sh- should we should we throw up the big ass spoiler warning yeah i think we point? need to we need to we've, we can't keep skirting around it i think i think what i would say before we just do that is you know ov- obviously you know, if you like the Saw movies, then then you know you, you've got a you, you know if you if you're in Seven Deep, then you might as well go eight. I think yeah. um, I think the interesting thing is I think for someone that hasn't seen the Saw movies, I think this is probably a more enjoyable film <laughs> because like I think any of them ever. <laughs> yeah, because I think the actual the the trap and like I say the the setup and then and then the kind of the the reveal and and the mm. twist and everything for someone that doesn't know the rest of the minutia i think i think would be like oh that's a pretty cool reveal that that's a weird thing and like and then like just enjoying the movie so i could see you know 10 years on the the audience goers that are going to see this that are just wanting to see a horror movie at halloween i think i think that was probably part of the thought process as well and i think this movie is serviceable as a standalone movie right. and and is interesting that could be more of an interesting movie the way I look at it is like this is clearly made for people who maybe enjoyed a Saw movie, maybe enjoyed them all, but at some point of aware of what a Saw movie is. Mm. And, you know, the actual just basic fundamentals of like this guy who puts people in traps and gives people a chance to live, but ultimately they get fucked up. And so yeah. that is like the baseline of this movie. So then when you watch this movie, it flows and makes like a lot of sense because for people who aren't going to be bogged down with like Hoffman and Gordon and all this different stuff, yeah. too, like this yeah. movie will just run because it's like oh yeah i know who jigsaw is and then it has this kind of like twist that's cool yeah well you think you think someone that was young and just kind of knew of the saw movies because it was talked about on a playground or whatever when they was at school and they Mm. never saw any and now they're 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 old enough to watch one like yeah that works if you watch them like seven years have passed if you haven't rewatched them this year like we did like you'll you'll just you'll just casually forget so i know there'll be a lot of people who are like Oh, I used to watch those, and they're fun. Let's go watch it, and they'll they'll watch it, and I'm sure they'll have a good time. Because, like I say, yeah, and that's why because this part, movie, yeah, the bulk of the movie is good. Yeah, you know, the bulk of the 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 horror and the the five person trap, all of that was good, and the, the reveal itself was kind of cool. It just goes when we get into the spoilers is too much. Yeah, but um, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so obviously, big spoiler warning. One thing I now want to talk about straight off the gate, now we're in spoilers, is the amazing trailer for this movie, um, <laughs> which I did such a good job of avoiding for countless movies that we saw in the cinema. I'd have to look at the ground and put my fingers in my ears. And I am so glad I'd done that, because if I'd have seen the trailer and then watch this movie there's no way i'd be as positive as i am right now um obviously we are in full spoilers now they literally show every single thing apart from tobin bell in the trailer um they show you every single trap that anyone's in in this entire movie like all the cool ones like the spinny 
uh, red thing that's being powered by a motorbike engine. They show that. They show the lasers, which is the final trap of the entire movie. Of course, the big moment in the trailer is the reveal of Billy, um, which is one of the cool moments in the film. Mm. Um, it shows you the intro. It shows the autopsy stuff. It show it literally shows you my favorite scene in the entire movie, which is when Eleanor has kind of like acquired a bunch of the old traps from the previous movies. Um, they literally show you like that bit, bit in the trailer. Like I couldn't believe that was in the trailer when I watched it after seeing this movie. Um, so outside of that, they literally show you everything except for Tobin Bell, um, which we'll get to his scenes. Christ, I need to I need to watch that trailer. Yeah, it's amazing. So because like, I only watched I only watched the first teaser. Yeah. That gives you the first teaser gave the running scene. Yeah. The jogger, which yeah, was rubbish. Trailer, yeah. Yeah, and then it then it kind of had a couple of fast cuts, and I think it ended with like. Uh, the the Billy chuckle and hair in a tricycle, mm. which kind of like gave away that Billy was going to be in it, but didn't show it, and I think that was it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, God, the I need to watch the theatrical trailer. Yeah, I mean, like this a train is wreck. like this is the worst one I've seen so far, and I'm just like you say, I'm super happy I didn't see it. For people who are even remotely interested in seeing Jigsaw, obviously, I'm sorry if this is a bit late, but like definitely don't watch the trailer before you see this movie, um, because it will absolutely ruin the the fun of it, in my opinion, for sure. Um, but yeah, like the, outside of that, obviously, I ju- we just touched upon it before we go into full spoilers. But like Tobin Bell in this movie incredible like absolutely incredible like he really is the saving grace he comes at a time in this movie when you need him more than ever and he knocks it out of the park in all of his scenes i think we both said when like when when he when he showed up as full-on jigsaw again Mm. i i had this like epiphany in the cinema where i was just like fucking wreck on it boys (laughs) just just say he's back Mm. just be like whatever i've got a twin mm. like i don't give a shit he's so good as jigsaw let's just move past it and let's just have him as jigsaw going forwards because he just looked like so much like jigsaw you know just like just come like we i you know I, I think i mentioned it when we when we talked about the final chapter i'm uh, sorry 3d um how uh gordon just didn't didn't go back into character mm. as gordon he just he didn't seem like he could remember how to play the character yeah. And it's been a decade, and Tobin Bell just was straight back into full John Kramer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I thought I thought he was yeah brilliant in the in the movie. Um. I really loved that scene as well. Um. The whole kind of you you got the it was a really um, good trap, like a really interesting trap. Yeah. Well, you also got the two characters that were um, you know, looked like they were then getting out, and then they get attacked by the the, the kind of infamous pig mask. And and um, and then you kind of like see a character take off the pig mask, and you're like, at this point, you're like, shit, this this is the new killer. Like, mm. are we going to see the new what the new killer is? What what does a new killer look like? And when they fucking lift the hood back, and it's just uh, Tobin Bell, I was just like, completely blown away by that, and was really excited to see where it goes. Um, yeah, I think I think kind of leading into that, I think. You know, the, the ultimate reveal of the fact that um, this was a trap, mo- the, the five-person trap that we've been watching all along was something that happened over ten years ago. Mm. Um, it was Jigsaw's kind of, quote-unquote, like, original, one of his original traps. <laughs> yeah, um, again. Which is which is so so weird when we get to that. But, but yeah, so it's one of his original traps, and the whole time... The, the 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 bodies that have been turning up aren't the people that we've been seeing dying 
there are people that have, there are people that have been running in another trap that have been that's been put together by our new killer, which turns out to be Logan. Mm. Um, and that as a like I say that is like the cheapest way to bring back Tobin Bell mm. um, in just another flashback. Yeah. And then to kind of troll you into being like, oh yeah, it was just 10 years all along and there's no, you know, it was just, it was a cheap, easy way to do it. But I thought it was done very well, that bit, taking all the other stuff out of it, just, oh, there was a five person trap 10, you know, over 10 years ago, but the bodies that we're seeing aren't it. They just look like the same and that. I thought that was, I thought it was a clever way of doing a, a simple, you know, the simple way of bringing him back, if that makes sense. Yeah, it um, was. It, was it, it frustrated me a little bit that that was the kind of framing of him being on screen because obviously we know at this point that he's dead, and so mm. they spend way too long in this movie trying to trick you. Yeah, like they show you know that his blood is turned up. They dig up his body. Uh, they dig up his uh, grave, and his body's not. There. I hate that scene. I hate so, that scene. So by when, the way, when you finally yeah, so, so when you actually get to seeing Jigsaw on screen, like there wasn't a single part of me that thought he was alive. It was so obvious it was in the past at that point. Um, mm. So. I was still enjoying him for what it was for, for seeing him as Jigsaw, his performance, yeah. in, in, enjoying the game. But ultimately, it's supposed to be a twist. Like, this movie has obviously two twists, which is like, you know, half the movie you've been seeing the entire time was in the past, um, and obviously Logan. And so these are both like major, major rehashes of twists we've had in the past. Um, yeah. The, the time thing, you know, obviously done super well in Saw 2, um, as well as other films, but mostly Saw 2, where they literally yeah. cut in between. Saw 4. And, you know, it's a game exactly um and then I think, of course um, the, the hall apprentice thing which again mm. like we'll, we'll obviously get into that it's a big conversation but it's just another amount of unnecessary i think i think the thing is as well that like going into this movie we knew that tobin bell was back mm. but i wasn't sure whether it was just gonna be vo work yeah like i didn't know what sort of shape he was in to, to, yeah, to do it like and then and then kind of um you know how well he could be jigsaw again so i i was under the impression like i was i was surprised when we saw him mm. um yes i, am, I yeah. didn't i didn't think that was going to be uh you know part part of the film um so it was cool but but ultimately yeah it does you know it, it and it that was the surprise for me like the second we saw him with the two characters that we've been with all along and i was just like holy shit these characters all along are like god knows what time it is right now mm. um you know so I, uh, that was the core reveal for me not when they actually then revealed that it was 10 years ago yeah um yeah i think you know you've mentioned that the fourth accomplice you know <laughs> so we've or yeah fourth um so so we've yeah we've now yeah, we been revealed that, that logan um predates pretty much everyone mm. uh so logan was part of the the original five person trap um he he was uh, it's, it's mentioned for the first time in this movie mm. that jigsaw's cancer would have been possibly treatable if someone didn't put the wrong name on an x-ray yeah um and so yeah uh we've we revealed that logan was the guy that that mistakenly did this uh and so jigsaw put him in the original five person trap but it, it's unclear whether the trap didn't work or whether the trap didn't work and jigsaw still felt guilty i got the impression that he kind of stopped it 
yeah, because think, he felt I guilty. Think was a, I think there was an error. That that was what mm. I got is that he was not supposed to be unconscious when the game started. Yeah. Um, and so he just helped him after that. But it was weird that it's like, oh, suddenly now you're not even in the game. Like you could have yeah. added him to a different game or something else later, as opposed to like, oh, now suddenly we're just you just yeah, because he prayers. basically he basically gets injured and then Jigsaw a he uh, stitches him up. Mm-hmm. Which which means that why does he need Doctor Gordon to do the stitch work that's shown in uh, Saw 3D mm-hmm. when Tobin Bell's pretty capable himself? Oh yeah, this guy's uh, back was fucked up, and he made him look pretty like well yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like all Gordon did was stitch up some eyes and mouth. Like <laughs> that doesn't even need to be done well. Like I could have a stab at that. Like it's <laughs> it like the person's not going to come out of it good at the end, so it doesn't really matter if it's done poorly. Mm. Anywho, so um. Yeah, and and so you know it it reveals this. It reveals then that not only does he bring him back to health, and um, you know at this point he doesn't need to be another apprentice. Mm. Like he could have, you know, just been like, yeah, sorry, bro, but you know I fixed your back. Do you want to go and like just let him off in the wild? Like mm. I don't really, I don't really know how he would ever let him go, but. The fact that the, the fact that then Logan just straight up is like, oh, what you're doing kind of makes sense. Like it kind of sucks he did it to me, but I think we I think we should just team up. Yeah. Um. And so they they show them working together to build the the Amanda hedge trap, mm. which for me just it really angers me that they they use that as the point of what mm. they need to make because I just feel like at this point they're retconning so much that they're ruining this franchise that I I really love mm. you know the gordon stuff like you know it gets to the point that saw one becomes frustrating to me because i'm like yeah. oh i know where you turn you're turning up bro mm. and now just like the the head trap is so prevalent in obviously it's the amanda trap um but it but it you know it hoffman has it on mm. it's eventually you know how jill dies mm. um it's such an important, it's the most trap. important thing in all of this yeah things, like and the, the, for that to be like retconned in this character reveal of logan um just feels just feels real real cheap to me um the 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 the, the one thing that i found funny was the actual kind of reveal of um logan yeah so it's the so it's the laser scene and the lasers mm. kind of go off on logan and then it switches to holloman and um he confesses um when the trap went off or quote unquote went off on logan uh, i thought to myself christ that looks shit yeah i was like i was expecting the bloke's head to explode and all we mm. had was some blood squirt i was like that's not what lasers would do <laughs> and then i just kind of like carried on with the scene as i did yeah. and i was like that was poor and, um, well, when he stood up, I was really happy because I was like, oh, thank God the lasers aren't an actual legit trap because it's so yeah. stupid. But then they yeah. used them anyway, and I was like, oh, fair enough. They're still terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. That's... that's an, uh, I didn't need lasers in a Saw movie. Well, like, this isn't is, Resident Evil. The thing is, like, you know, yes, there are lasers that can do mm-hmm. that. But, but they don't turn Skeleton into mush. Because his head, as soon as as soon as the lasers went off, his head pelt peeled back like a flower opening, <laughs> and I'm like, he still has solid skull where the laser didn't cut through. Mm. It wouldn't just peel back. I was just yeah. like, oh. But anyway, <laughs> let's not get into human anatomy too much. Mm. But I just thought that was amusing. But but yeah, I think the whole, you know, I don't dislike Logan. No. Um, 
as a as a reveal and a villain potentially going forwards, I don't think he's the worst thing in the world. Mm. It's just he didn't need to be a fourth accomplice. You know, as we spoke, he could have been um, a survivor of a trap. Mm. He didn't even need to have been nursed back to good health. He could have just survived the game and then become Amanda on his own without mm. John. Like, yeah. post-John, become obsessed with him. This is, like, my biggest um, issue with all of this, is that it's real close to being something that, that yeah. I'd enjoy. Obviously, I really liked Logan's performance and him as a character. Yeah. Um, and like you say, like, you know, the the two things, like, the, the two things they should have gone down for me personally, and, you know, we've done the accomplice thing so many times, just leave that alone now, um, mm. is either, you know, A, a survivor, like you say, or someone related to someone who's a survivor, or yeah. B, just go down the copycat route, and that's something yeah. that they're really afraid Crazed of, fan. and that really like annoyed me because they set it up perfectly in this movie. Obviously, with Eleanor, how she's like super into this stuff, mm. and they even reference like, "Oh yeah, she's downloaded some fucked up shit. You won't believe it." And I was saying to you, like, show that. Like, that would be cool yeah. to see something that's in the Saw movie that's not strictly like Jigsaw canon. Yeah. So it's like you know someone's crazy take on it. Maybe yeah. The machine just I would. I would have work. Liked, I've. I almost would have liked a VHS version mm. of Saw where it would have been like just just these people that have like you know there there have been multiple copycat killers yeah. that have obviously been rubbish ones you know that they're, they're obviously not john they are just weirdos that have done stuff and recorded it or whatever mm. and um <clears throat> and then suddenly this is the first one that seems like it is like jigsaw and that's why the police are worried yeah, like the, um, you could have it from the perspective of either a detective who's trying to study these other cases, so they could show you little ten-minute vignettes yeah. that are similar to like a found footage movie, you know, where they show you this trap and it goes wrong. Or yeah, you know, well, I don't want it. Could have been. Yeah, I don't it, want it to look like a saw movie. I, I want it to be really different. So it's like it could just be like a nutcase, you know, with a pig mask on, pointing a gun at someone and being like, "You need to do this thing, or I'm going to kill you." Like I want it to be really removed, like from a saw yeah, movie, yeah, really and and then badly inspired by a Jigsaw. Well, yeah, because it would have almost been then like the detective they'd have been like oh we've got another jigsaw copycat and he'd yeah. be like oh right and then like rolls his eyes and then like plays the tape mm. and he's like holy shit this yeah, is actually, jigsaw yeah you hear yeah and then yeah and then minutes into this movie yeah and then he's like and then he's like jesus christ is he actually back like mm. is 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 there an is there a fourth accomplice and you're like oh no and then you find out that it's just like a crazy super fan like this is something um, that I hate doing because like ultimately it's so e it's I find it easy anyway I think we both do to come up with things that we obviously prefer well, and that's well, not the way I personally we would because we're it's our own preference like yeah. you guys listening to this might yeah. be like you two are off the rails right that's now. why I don't want to judge uh, this movie on what it didn't give me I want to judge it on what it did yeah give me. and so and I, that's why it really frustrates me because there's like the the, the biggest problem I have with it is like this is so specific to Logan everything that happens in this movie mm. um, so the idea that this happens 10 years after Jigsaw's died is like so bizarre and irrelevant like why like why did he not do this when Jigsaw was alive mm. why did he not do this like today like it doesn't seem like because obviously his main motivation is like his wife's death so I'm mm. guessing did that happen like super recently well that happened like I think they said like a year or something mm. So maybe he's planning, I don't know, maybe that's the reason why it's so far, but either way, like, that just seems bizarre to me. And again, yeah, but also he did help John when John was alive, and then yeah. just became, like, normal, and then unhinged yeah. again. It's just, I don't yeah, know. What, yeah, what, what was he doing for this eight years? And so obviously, and again, like, going back to the previous movies. He was like, just looking after Hoffman. 
Like, if he's an accomplice, why is he not involved in all the stuff that's happening in Saw 3D? Like, Hoffman was off the rails, and Jill was the only thing that Jigsaw had to, to kill Hoffman. And when that didn't work, they made up, you know, Gordon was in on it. So, like, at this point, he had this other mm. dude who was clearly in better physical shape than Gordon was, who was clearly a better accomplice, because he was actually building traps as opposed to, you know, Gordon, who was just stitching people up. Like, again, in regards to the other Saw movies, this twist makes less and less sense when you really look at it. Um, yeah. But the other thing is, like, at the end of this movie, it's it's really tied up in a big bow. Like, he kills the people who have wronged him, and he sets up the people who have wronged him, and that's that. And so this movie yeah. really doesn't set it up. The only thing is, well, like, will Eleanor discover that he's obviously, like, the real killer? But it really doesn't leave it in an interesting place going forward. No, well, because Eleanor doesn't really seem to care. And, like, yeah, it, it like you say, it is a perfect bow, because it seems like he had a problem with Holloman. Yeah. And the 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 guy in the car chase at the original uh, at the start of the movie. Mm. Um, so the car yeah, chase the guy two, yeah. was the guy that killed his wife, and mm. then he blames Holloman for, for him getting off. Yeah, and it seemed like this whole trap was just built around um, just revenge for those two. Revenge, and he, he then he just used other Holloman cases to, yeah. to point the finger at Holloman. Mm. Um, so to me, it was I would have loved the thought that him and again like i know we're rewriting but like him and eleanor's the crazy saw fan he's and he's gone off the rails and wants to get revenge on holloman so they just come up with bringing back john kramer and they have access to the lab they have access to his voice Mm. and they just do it do the massive cover-up and all this is is someone getting revenge using john john kramer as an as an example as as a as a way to get away with it yeah and you he, can know, either, he can either be a copycat, or he can also have the yeah. fact that he was a survivor, but he doesn't yeah, need to be an accomplice. Need, yeah, and like, <laughs> I don't know, I, I love to hear, like, your guys' opinion, listen to it. Like, are we just getting way too into the minutiae of it, or or does this frustrate you guys? Because I, I think that's the thing, like, ultimate, ultimately for me, the more I think about the mythology, the more it makes me actually angry. Mm. Um, where I'm like, you got six films and even with even with saw 3d like that film's not good even without the because that's the thing this film is good yeah without the without the minutia without the story and then yeah, the like story makes it bad good traps yeah the, this, the yeah. story makes this film bad and then with with well, you know, the saw 3d like the backstory um you know the, the film itself is bad altogether but but it all it almost isn't like unforgiving until the the, the final part mm. Um, and then, and and it also makes it more unforgiving that this movie just doesn't reference anything. Yeah. If if it had picked up from Saw Seven, it, I almost was like, holy shit, we could like forgive Saw Seven. Mm. Um, well, we both joked, didn't we? You know, that they, they could retcon Seven in a way, in a good way. Yeah. You know, yeah. really like redeem that movie. Yeah, um, exactly. But and I think that's for me where I ultimately can't forgive it. We get one mention of Jill Tark in this yeah. in this movie we don't get amanda's name dropped at all and hoffman mm. doesn't get mentioned once either yeah and to me that just i can't forgive that for someone that's watched these movies recently mm. and and like you you made a great point when we spoke about it that it was just like it seems like we're the only ones that give a shit about hoffman and yeah. maybe other people that watch the movies but certainly the filmmakers never gave a shit about him he Definitely. was the reluctant lead for four movies <laughs> because they accidentally killed their main guy off in the mm. third one yeah um and it's just really frustrating that he seems like he's going to get retconned out of the history books now yeah just swept under the um, carpet. you know and and it might just sound like we've got just like 
you know, we're just getting <laughs> caught up on that. But I just think like you can't you can't watch seven Saw movies and then watch this movie and be like, oh yeah, no Amanda or Hoffman, mm. you know, like they're they're a key part of it, and and also no Gordon. Yeah. Like as much as we hate what they did with Gordon, you can't ignore where he was at the end of seven. Mm. Like you just can't, you can't turn away from that shit and just be like, oh yeah, ten years have passed. It's just all about Jigsaw. Yeah, like, they only and, ever and, reference, like you say, they pretty much only reference like there was a Jigsaw killer and he died. Like that. Yeah, all. and and he, his wife was called Jill Tuck. I just remember yeah. her name getting mentioned. I can't even remember what it was in context yeah. to, but just like. I remember it, they said it was something to do with... Maybe it was to do with the farm or something like oh, that. Oh, that was but... it. No, it was. The farm was under Jill Tuck's name. Yeah. Family name. Mm. Uh, and that was why... That's how they. That's how the police found it. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, you're talking about a lot about like Amanda and Hoffman there. The, now we're in the spoiler section. I, I talked a bit about Eleanor earlier um, mm. and how you know massively underutilized she was in the end. And I yeah. feel like she's involved in like all of my favorite scenes in this movie. Yeah. And yeah. She's she's the conduit to the past in this movie. She is the one who is the link to all the stuff we love. And yeah, can really she, do it she's in a the nice Randy way. Scream. Yeah, she's the one who can like explain it to new audiences, but reference it to um, <clears throat> the older fans. And really, it's it's not out of place then because like she's already talking about Jigsaw. She's showing us previous traps. She's obviously she's the one who sets up the mm. oh I built this thing because it was based on his designs, and we you know we never found the trap, which is obviously like a tease because then you see it mm. in the trap, and that's kind of the biggest clue that what's happening is happening in the past. Um, mm. But like. You know, I like that that points the finger at her as well at the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah. yeah. The thing I was skirting around earlier is like, ultimately, she is just a big red heron, and that's a real shame for her character. Mm. Um, because, like, like you say, she could easily throw into conversation where you know, because Logan doesn't know as much about Jigsaw as she does, or, or at least we don't think at that time. So she yeah. could be like, you know, oh, did you even know that like he had an accomplice called Amanda? And then that would even throw in a tease for people. To, to, you know the word accomplice you know because that mm. would actually be cool as well and then like she could say you know oh yeah there was this other guy called well, Hoffman but he was never found like they yeah. could mention something yeah, like that's that that's the thing like he doesn't like he doesn't need to be straight up in this movie if that's yeah. not the way they want him to go but you just can't not reference him like or Amanda like I'd have loved the fact that yeah there'd have been like you know John died 10 years ago with his accomplice Amanda yeah and you know um the yeah, like you say, they can almost say like an unnamed uh, because because the thing movie. is as well when when she was saying about the the trap and that trap was never found, she could be like you know that trap was never found, just like Hoffman's body or whatever. You know, yeah. they could have just referenced something to you know you just I just it, they just chose to ignore the parts that made their story more convoluted. Yeah, um, you know, let alone the fact about Gordon. Yeah, it's um, a real shame. What, yeah. One of the other things, just briefly, as well, we're at the end, is like the the editing style was so different in this movie that it really gave it a different feel in a bad way, and it's surprising because a lot of the same people were involved on the editing yeah. side, and like this it didn't... didn't have any of those quick jump cuts, any of those quick like grindy moments that, or that obviously James mm. Wan did in the first movie, and in every movie past that, you know, copied that style. And but at least yeah. the movies felt like they were part of the same franchise. This movie doesn't have that at all. No, um, it's it's a real weird one for them to just not include that. And like you say, they don't really use like any of the classic themes in any good ways at all. Um, they, I think they make a point of like not using it during the reveal. No, which is I, kinda think, weird. I think that was the thing that I can't like I haven't put into words yet, and I can't quite put it into words. But it just doesn't feel like a Saw movie. This movie, like, mm. it doesn't feel like authentically a Saw movie. It has everything, 
but it has some it, things. It, it's, they got, it's like they got Tobin Bell. Well, yeah, but I mean, you've got it. Tobin Bell, you've got Billy, you've got the traps. Like, mm. it that should be what makes a Saw movie, but this mm. isn't a Saw movie to me. It just doesn't. It it just doesn't feel authentically Saw. It just feels like you know you've got. You know, it's almost like playing a Mario Maker level instead of playing <laughs> a Mario game. Yeah, I think it's probably my best like analogy fun, to describe the, uh, it. Where I'm like, oh McCoy. yeah, there's all the Mario stuff, but I'm like, oh yeah, it's still ropey and it's not really Mario, is it? Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? It's it's almost it's almost like that. Uh, yeah. Um, and I think I think that's the thing that's that's really disappointing as well that mm. it just doesn't seem to to hit the beats. Um, you know, when when we kind of you know, we we mentioned in our top five uh, sequels list last week about yeah. how like Scream Four came back and kind of yeah, felt like it just yeah like such a big time and still felt like Scream, mm. and that was still I know that was like pretty much everyone the same, but like you say, there's a lot of crew, and like you know you've got Tobin Bell back as well, and and he does a great job. Like he he is yeah. the only thing that's authentically sore in this movie for me. Yeah, because um, even like Billy just didn't didn't seem right. Like I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just down on it. But like, just everything just didn't seem. It just didn't. It felt out of place. And even the fact that like, the little joke that was made with Billy, it was just like, oh, that's such like a like a 2017 horror thing to do. That's not yeah. like what a Saw movie would do. Like, where's that? Like, oh yeah, that's not creepy at all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that just I don't know. It just was a. It was just such a punchline. Now that you said you that, know. I know I know we're in like the less shit on this movie for ages section, mm. but like I have to mention how bad some of the dialogue was. Um, yeah. In particular, in the like autopsy stuff, which is obviously my favorite part of the movie. But like, yeah. they had to end each scene with like a really ridiculous line. Um, each, you know, there was one where they were like, "Oh, it's jig fucking saw," which like yeah. when they said "jig fucking saw," I just rolled my eyes so much. Um, yeah. There was a there was another one where um, Eleanor, who again fantastic character, but they ruined her with one of the lines where she was like. Logan was like, "What are we gonna do?" Like as a as a right nerdy line, and she was like, oh, yeah. "Go with this," and like pulls out a big gun, and he's like looking yeah. at all like slack jawed. I was just like, yeah. "What?" Like there was I really a couple wish of that moments. was the gun from T two. <laughs> I the grenade, the the, the, machete, the like, mini gun. You call that a knife? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was just like there was little moments like that that really irked me. But um, obviously. Well, even like... even the final line, like I know yeah. we're getting real caught <laughs> up on things, but like you know, the I saw is iconic for the game over, like door slam, and it's mm. done multiple times. And it has a door slam as well, but he doesn't. And then like over. he trolls so bad. What was it? He says, "I speak for the dead," yeah. and then like slam the door, and I was <laughs> like, "Oh man, this movie makes me angry, man. I think I need to stop talking about it." Yeah, I do want to like now, now that we're right at the end because we've just shot on it for so long. I do want to say that I did enjoy a lot of it. Um, obviously, I'm frustrated by like because we're you know mm. th- that conversation was fully focused at the end on the end of this movie, which obviously mm. I'm not a fan of. But like you say, I think they did a fairly good job for the most part. It didn't wow me in any way, and ultimately, I really hope they do get another chance because like I, you know, I'm a sucker for these movies. I want to see Jigsaw two next year, and hopefully, they can you know right a lot of the wrongs. Like a lot yeah, of yeah, um... like you can you can move on from it and actually make a fairly interesting movie with Logan and Eleanor. I feel like that's the base now to move forward. No, so, I'm done. Who knows? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, trying so hard to be positive. No, I can't help it, bro. I'm done. I'm done. Like I draw, I draw a line in this franchise now. There are six movies in the Saw <laughs> franchise, and I'm done. Like, uh, like Joe, just listen to me right now, bro. Don't watch the other two. Uh, oh, like, 
I I can't I can't I can't keep forgiving like these things like I'm I don't want to see anymore. Yeah. I don't I don't like this like I say the bulk of this movie is 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 serviceable but when you start thinking of it as a sort of movie I I just get mad. I get mad. I can't help it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we have had a little bit of Twitter correspondence on this one. Um, obviously, like you said, Joe, a long-time listener, is like going to be watching the movies from the start for the first yeah. time. Cannot wait great. to hear so, what, um, what the thoughts are going to be. Yeah, hopefully we'll hear from Joe. Um, also, uh, Simon, who's uh, who's been contributing a lot lately, he saw the movie over the weekend um, and said, he said, uh, I thought it fitted in really well, enjoyed the traps and wasn't disappointed, um, even though I'd figured out the ending, but that didn't spoil it for me. Um, mm. so he seems fairly positive on it and I, like, yeah. i'm really curious to see what a lot of people's reactions to it is because we are yeah. definitely in a bubble with this movie <laughs> oh we're we're way too deep into minutiae because mm. i completely agree with with what i think we both have with what simon said there you know mm. the traps were good and the, the the bulk of the story you know 85 of the 90 minutes of this movie were enjoyable but yeah. as soon like the the end just broke it for me which sucks that i'm so caught up on it but i can't help it i'm too in that's why i, also, need, to, I need to get out <laughs> with that point as well because this is something we touch upon a lot about how you know the ending of a movie can really sour you but yeah I mean, this is way more prevalent with a saw movie specifically oh, because yeah, every yeah. single movie has built upon that reveal from obviously the original movie mm. and and each movie you know like i say i don't think saw five overall is a great film but because i love the ending so much i'm like that's one yeah. of the best saw films yeah yeah so, like, definitely, it definitely. really shows you that that final moment needs to be that kick in the teeth that really awesome reveal yeah and, yeah because that's like the worst part about this movie yeah it, it drops it down a lot even though it's you know i, I think a fairly decent movie overall yeah I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about this movie for for years to come <laughs> nah um, nah so shall we take a short break and then end it off with tv slash what we've been playing let's do it So there, there was another major release in the past week. Yeah, there was. Arguably, after our most anticipated horror movie of the year, probably the biggest video game release of the year. Oh dear. Nintendo are back at it again. They I mean, the brand new Super Mario Odyssey. I mean, Saw didn't didn't overly deliver. So but, how bad is Mario? But my God, has Mario delivered? My God, we we are currently what three 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 days after release yeah, fourth like day after release something yeah. like that i am 210 moons into the game now jesus <laughs> how many is there uh i think there's 880 damn you slow down <laughs> i think i've done about 20 um i i can't stop playing this game man like it's <laughs> it's it's in my thoughts constantly mm. i i played it all friday I play. I woke up early Saturday, played it until we went and saw Saw, uh, Jigsaw, and then played it some more uh, straight after. Like I just <laughs> cannot stop playing this game. I think it's um, it's it. it do you know what the thing that makes me laugh, which only probably you'll understand, but I'm going to go with it anyway. <laughs> this will this will is, play well. Yeah, this will play well for the podcast. That when we play a Hitman game mm-hmm. and you play like one level so much and you get real good at it. Yeah. I kind of feel like that with this game where I <laughs> almost don't want to move on to the new level yeah. because I love the level I'm in and it, it takes me mm. so long to get my bearings with the yeah. whole map. And then I'm like, right, okay, 
you know the first level okay so there's there's a, there's a mountain up there that i need to climb there's a waterfall mm. there's a river right i need to go in this bit this bit this bit and every time i get to a new map i get like a little bit freaked out that i don't yeah, understand my like, bearings and it, yeah <laughs> because uh, and because there's so many moons and it's like with the hitman there's so many ways to kill the guy i'm like yeah. oh my god i don't know what to do like i don't think anyone else will draw a comparison to mario <laughs> it's a really hitman. good point though because like, i've only <laughs> but... played a little bit of time with it so far and obviously you start in that initial area which i yeah. loved and then i like it tries to move you on to the next area mm. and so i immediately went back in that same area and like you say i've yeah. only done about 20 moons but it did get to the point where i was walking around <clears throat> and i couldn't find anything else but yeah. like, obviously you can check a, a list and the, i'm sure there's more there's like maybe at least another 10 maybe 20 more in that area yeah. and so, in the, in the first bit... area there are 25 Oh, okay, so I probably got about maybe eighteen in that first. Because I did, so. I well, it, I would imagine eighteen. Because I did eighteen before right, moving I, on. Because then I, I got to a point where I was a little bit frustrated because I was like, I want to hundred percent this level. Before yeah, me too. On, but I'm not me sure too. if it's even possible, um, yeah. or, or not. So I was kind of like, so then I've yeah, I've only just now started like the second area. Um, yeah, I, I think have that same thing that you would do where I really want to like really yeah. maximize my time in each area. I get the impression that you can't 100% them first time through. Yeah, it seems um, like Because there are a couple of things. You Well, uh, what I would say to you is you 100% can't uh, do it first time. Yeah. Uh, but I think there, there is Oh, yeah, because more... I remember, actually, there was one on, like, an island a yeah. mile away, and I was like, well, I'm, I can't get that one. <laughs> I no, think that's what I saw. No, I saw that, and then that made me realize, like, okay, there's clearly yeah. at least one that I can't get right now. There's yeah, that's why. So there's... That one is like a running theme, and so I wonder if uh, the other ones, if there are other things. I feel like you'll unlock some sort of ability or something because yeah, it just seems like um, I'm missing too many. But mm. I've I've pretty much been playing every level where I get as many as I feel comfortable doing. Yeah, that's and then as soon as yeah. as soon as I get to the point that I'm like, right, I've fully explored the map, and I've, I'm I'm probably getting about a third of them. Yeah, a third to half, and then I'm like. I'm pretty much like not really sure now, so I'm going to move on to the next level. Mm. Um, yeah, because yeah. I'd done like two full laps of the whole area without discovering anything new, and I was like, mm. right, I'm pretty sure I've got. Yeah, I did that, and then I kind of <laughs> I stopped after that first one because I was kind of getting a bit frustrated, so I've mm. I've stopped doing that now. Yeah. Um, because the thing is, as well, sometimes they're in just these hilariously obvious but obscure places. It's yeah. it's real funny. Mm. I was just doing a. I was just playing some before we we started recording and there was just i i found like i was i was, thought i was pretty much done with the map and then i found three in the space of i felt like i could have recorded the, the video clip that you can now do on the switch and i would have had three moons on there that i discovered <laughs> um it was just they just like pinged everywhere i couldn't believe it yeah but i think this game like it's it just controls so well um it's so like on the nose i mean we talked about sort of not being authentic like this is mm. so authentically mario mm. it feels like so much like a successor to mario 64 um i really enjoy the whole odyssey thing where you're in the odyssey and you have to power it up um yeah i get a pikmin vibe from that which i'm super into yeah exactly because i was quite worried because like the first level you need like eight or whatever to move on and mm. like you said you got like we both got like 18 mm. and i was like oh am i just going to get to the point that when i'm in like the final bit of the game 
I'll just be like, I'm going to beat the game now and skip levels. Mm. But each level is a different color moon. So each level yeah, you have to that, get yeah. a certain amount. So then like mm. it resets on level two and you need 10 again, regardless of whether you got 10 or 25 in the first level. Yeah. So I like that as a mechanic because it makes you play every level, even if you've got a ton. Um, and for me, the game just is beautiful. I cannot believe how good this game looks. Uh, New New Donk City. I have played that level now. Um, it's probably one of my favorite levels in a video game ever. Mm. Um, I don't want to talk about it because obviously I don't want to spoil anything for you or anyone listening that hasn't got that far yet. Because it is relatively far. Yeah. Um, they they know that you're building up to New Donk City as well. <laughs> it's kind of teased, which I think is fantastic. Like each level, just kind of oh it's a nice level oh it's whatever level you know but like new donk they they really make it special (laughs) um and then the whole level is special from start to finish like um because each level you're given like an objective to complete to quote unquote complete that level as well as do the moons and like the new donk objective is just fantastic yeah um i really love it i enjoy the fact that like each because have you done like so like level two you know what like you're trying to do with like um, bowser and stuff with bowser he, he's like, ba- taking a thing yeah so like basically each level is like most of the levels anyway is like bowser is taking something for his wedding oh, like yeah, a wedding ring yeah, yeah, or a yeah. wedding dress or some mm. flowers or whatever um and I like the fact that, like, the objective of each level is to, like, find out what's going on and then, like, mm. fix that world that Bowser's left in chaos. Yeah. And then kind of – and then and then it kind of opens up and then you've just got, like, the moon collect-a-thon and then move on. Mm. Um, so it kind of, like, has these two two kind of checklists to complete. Yeah. Because, um, <clears throat> like, pretty much I've always completed – I've always got the number of moons you need when you've completed the level objective. But you could very easily complete the level level objective and then need to go back and do a load of moons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, I, I can't wait to play more of this game. Like, <laughs> I wonder how long I'll be playing it for. Like, will I want to go back and get all of the moons? Because I feel like um, I don't know how long it will be until I hit a brick wall. Mm. And, then, and then find that, like, am I just then going to be playing a guide and not really enjoying it? Yeah. Because some of them that are so obscure. In Zelda, where there's just so much to do that it's like, okay, if you really want to do everything, yeah, like it's, it gets to the point where you are just checking a list. Yeah, but I feel like with Zelda, I got over a hundred shrines until I, yeah, until I had to get a guide to get the mm. final. Like, I think I needed twelve mm. in the end. So I'm like a, a guide for twelve, and then the and even that it was just finding the shrine most of yeah, the time. Yeah, I really like that. It was just like um, I'd put the where, waypoint on my map because I just had yeah. a map of where they yeah. were, and then I'd just still discover how to do it. Like on my exactly. Own. So I'm like, yeah. I wonder with this one, will I? Will I? I probably. I mean, I guess you'll be able to get a map up of just where they are, and then mm. try to find them. Or, but then like I still want to get to like seven hundred without without you know at least until until I need a guide. But I just don't know whether I'm going to get close to that number without getting frustrated. Yeah, it'd be hard to tell but, already before we spend yeah. more time with it. But yeah, my, my we'll little see. time with it, I think it's got a real great pace to it. Um, it's my favorite <clears> thing <throat> about it so far because mm. it is difficult to do a game like this, um, and I do like that it feels like Zelda inspired and that it isn't like because there's multiple moons, so they are these like little things to do, so you mm. can play in a world and not leave that world but still feel like you've made an like an accomplishment because you've like got a couple of moons and then you switch off yeah. you know that really caters to that yeah well like experience. i say just before we we started recording i just i just had a little go and i got like three moons in the space mm. of a few minutes 
Yeah, and you just pause it and leave it off because that's the great thing about the system, and then just leave it in that world, and then next time yeah. you pick it up, oh, you're in the world again, and then you move on. Like, mm. I think that's something that Nintendo's game design isn't getting enough credit for. That that kind of what they've done works on both a handheld mm. and a console, and I think that's incredible. Obviously, for that yeah, the, the 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 real game changer is what you've mentioned there as well. That you can just you pause the game, and your game just stays suspended. Mm. Um, but it doesn't feel like you're breaking the console. Maybe yeah. you are. Uh, but because I certainly feel like if I leave my PS4 in rest mode, that that's that's like oh, yeah, leaving it on life support, and and mm-hmm. it slowly gets dying. Um, whereas I feel like the Switch is designed to be like that. Oh, so yeah, I've left the game um, pause for like over a week and then gone back to it. And it's yeah, fun. and to be fair, my 3DS I've done that with as well. Mm-hmm. Like my 3DS was never off and always had a game like in yeah, progress. Really, like I, Nintendo have really good standby systems lately. Yeah, because like I played, uh, I switched on my 3DS for the first time in ages the other day just to like update it, and I was like, oh, I'm paused in Fire Emblem. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> that's awkward. That was an exciting <laughs> game. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like. It works so well, the pick up and, you know, go thing, like you mm-hmm. say, with this game. Um, each world as well just feels so fresh. Yeah. In the, um, you know, you have, like, the underwater level, but what they do with it. And then, like, I was I, I was playing for, like, an hour, and then I was like, oh, yeah, you can, you can throw your hat on things. I was like, mm-hmm. crap, I haven't, like... Seen you start the, just the, playing it like an old Mario game. Yeah. Get, like, the new stuff, yeah. yeah. And I was like, crap, there's a fish. I'm going to throw my hat on it. And I was just <laughs> like, I, and like, I'd forgotten for ages that that was a thing. Yeah. And yeah, the, the, it is real deep, man. Like, I think, um, obviously, it's getting crazy reveal, reviews. It's, it's got a real shot at Game of the Year. Yeah. Um, obviously, got to play man. more of it. But it's just like, you they've, they've continued. You can do your own Game of the Year list just in Nintendo games this year. <laughs> Well, the thing is, I'm like, I'm pretty sure 50% of my list is going to be Nintendo games. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, which is which is crazy. Mm, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Like, I can't wait to play it more. I'm, I'm still playing Cuphead right now, and I really want to finish that before I fully dive into Odyssey. Um, South Park for me is just falling off a cliff. I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to play that. But, mm-hmm. um, like, I'm about 75% now in Cuphead. And just absolutely loving it. Like I say, I really hope you get a chance to play it at some point. You know, I hope it gets ported to, uh, preferably the Switch, but even the PS4 would be great. Mm. Um, because it's a, it's a really wonderful game. It's definitely one of my favourite games for the year. And I'll, I'll have more to say because I want to finish it and then I can fully look back on it as an overall experience. But, like, it, it's, a re- it's one of the most unique games I've ever played, for sure. And so, yeah, I really want to give that the time and then top of my list absolutely the first thing i dive into i'm just going to go full on on mario i just cannot wait it's a great place to be man yeah this time of year like you say it can get stressful but like it's an amazing time if you're into games (laughs) yeah literally and this is like say i think one of the best years ever same with horror movies as well even though jigsaw may have disappointed but we've seen plenty of fantastic movies this year it's almost done us a favor in a way because i honestly don't think we could have handled another incredible horror movie <laughs> we've already got enough trouble as it is trying to decide our top 10 i know what you mean i can always handle a good saw movie though yeah that's true yeah we were just giving it the number one slot and moved on but um yeah yeah that that was our big special episode on jigsaw we hope you guys enjoyed it and we really want to hear what you guys thought of jigsaw as well because like i say i think there's gonna be a lot of different opinions on this one um so definitely because uh, i feel i feel like we might have fallen victim to the the way too deeply tied to mythology so i'd love to hear people's thoughts that don't have a a 15 year love of the franchise like we do 
or like rewatched them all in the past month. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest issue. Yeah, and recorded like four hours worth of podcasts on them, which which <laughs> is available now. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. Cause I never could How could I start that?